Hey, this is Matt Stacy, youth pastor at New Life, and this is our podcast. I hope that the preaching and teaching you listen to here encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. This podcast is a ministry of New Life, and as such, is completely free to the listener. That being said, if you feel led to give to this ministry, we want to make that available to you. You can text GIVE to 833-793-0451. You can also give online through the Tithely app by searching New Life Tabernacle. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the message. Acts chapter 1, verse number 4. Amen. And just be patient, I'm going to have a little bit of reading this morning. Acts chapter 1, verse number 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Skipping down, if you would, to verse number 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now if you skip over again, even just a couple more passages, we're going to read Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord, in one place and suddenly somebody say suddenly suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all somebody say all all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Every time in the Word of God that you see somebody being filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll find them speaking with other tongues. Amen. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Then skipping down one more time, if you would, to verse number 37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? It's almost like they were afraid they'd missed it. They had messed up. They, 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 they were seriously concerned about this what what do we do verse number 38 then peter said unto them repent be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you might 
ye shall, ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you, to your children, to all them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. I think it's pretty clear that that means me, that that means you. Amen. As many as are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I'm thankful for the power of His Spirit today. Amen. And I want to preach this morning. Amen. I've not come with a new revelation of, of anything that you haven't heard. But I just want to preach about the hope of Pentecost. Amen. I have hope today. I have hope today. Amen. And it all goes back to an upper room on a day of Pentecost. Amen. Where there was an event that changed the world. That changed the lives of every believer that was in that place. Amen. I have hope. We just pray this morning and ask the Lord to help you. Amen. Actually, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to just have a mass repentance right here. Amen. Can you just talk to the Lord? I'm not going to repent for you. This is, a, this is an every man for himself thing. But can you just talk to the Lord and just ask the Lord to forgive you, repent. And as I, I was talking in the service this morning in the first session, it's not just I'm sorry I got caught thing, but repentance is a turnaround. Repentance is I, I need a change in my life. I'm tired of where I've been going and I, I want a change in my life. That's repentance. We've got to get repentance down. We've got to get this repentance. That's the, the beginning. If we mess up the beginning, we, we can't ever get where we're going. Amen. So I wonder if all across this building this morning, we could just pray a mass repentance in this place. And, amen. Just, just in your own way. Amen. You know what you need to repent of. You know what's you know yourself better than anybody else does. Maybe we could just take a moment and just repent. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help me today. Lord, I pray forgiveness, God. Lord Jesus, I want my heart to be right. I want my spirit to be right. I want my mind to be right, oh God. Lord, I pray right now that you would just wash Wash us today. Lord Jesus, we repent in this place today. Forgive us of our iniquities. Forgive us of our failures and our shortcomings. Lord, we pray that You would forgive us in this place. Lord, now I pray that You would open up the windows of heaven. Lord, that hope would be found in this place today. Lord, I pray that your spirit would be poured out in this place today. Lord, I pray that you would touch every heart, every life. I take authority over every spirit of hell that would hinder the moving of your spirit in this place. Oh God, I pray, Lord, that you would let your spirit move and flow freely in this place, oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. 
Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Amen. The day of Pentecost. The birthday of the church. Amen. It was on this day that the church was born. It was on this day that the church had its beginning. Everything that we do, everything that we are, began on that day. Amen. The hope of Pentecost. Today we are celebrating this day Marking 50 days following the Passover. Amen. The Passover which takes place on Easter. Amen. A day that we celebrate. Amen. A risen Savior. A day that we celebrate. Amen. What Jesus had done for us. And we look back at Easter and celebrate the day that He rose from the grave. Victorious over death, hell, and the grave. But it was on this day, 50 days following the Passover, that the same resurrection power that pulled Him from the grave fell in an upper room on a a group of believers just like you and I. Amen. But an even greater reason to celebrate this morning is that it didn't stop on that day. Amen. But from that day all the way through the book of Acts you'll see and read and find evidence. Amen. Where Pentecost continued to occur. To occur. Amen. But I've also come to just take it a little bit further. I'm thankful today that Pentecost didn't just stop in the book of Acts. Amen. But it continued down through the ages. It continued down through time. Amen. And it is still happening all over this world. Amen. The same wind, I believe, that blew on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Is blowing across this land. The same Spirit that fell on that first day of Pentecost, I believe, is going to fall in this place this morning. Amen. Somebody needs to begin to reach out in faith today and understand the hope of Pentecost is real and can be real in your life today. Oh, hallelujah. I'm thankful for the outpouring of His Spirit. Amen. But if there's anything missing and needed and needed in this world today, it is this little word called hope. You hear me preach about it often, but the Bible clearly states that without a vision, the people 
perish. Amen. I've come to preach to you this morning that the purpose of the vision is to bring hope. Amen. Vision brings hope. And without hope, people perish. Amen. We need a revival of hope in this place. And I've just come to remind somebody today that hope can still be found in Pentecost. Hope is a banner of Pentecost that can still be waved in this world today. I'm talking today about the hope of Pentecost. Now I pause for a moment to remind you that I'm not talking about religion today. Amen. I'm not talking about religion. Can I tell you Pentecost is more than just an alternative religion. It's more than just another uh, church with a sign uh, on, 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 uh, with its name on a sign uh, somewhere. Uh, but Pentecost uh, is more uh, than just a church to join uh, or a membership role to sign. Uh, but I've come to preach to you today. Uh, there is an experience uh, that accompanies Pentecost. Uh, it's an experience of hope. Uh, it's an experience of power. Uh, and it's an ex- experience that is available to all who will believe. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Jesus as he was getting ready to ascend back into the heavens. He began speaking a promise. And that's what we read in the book of Acts chapter 1. In this promise, he began to instruct them. In verse number 4, he told them, You must wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Amen. He went on in verse number 5 of Acts chapter 1. And he said, For John baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Amen. And then in verse number 8, he drove the point home a little further when he said, Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Amen. Can I tell you, there is something that happens with an experience of the Holy Ghost that brings power into your life. Amen. Can I tell you for a moment this morning, there's too many people that is trying to live on something less than what Jesus intended for you to live on. Trying to exist. Trying to live without the power. The power. Almost everything convenient in life takes some kind of power to operate. Amen. Power for the lights that we enjoy. Power for the car to go. I was talking to this morning. Some of you drive those sophisticated car that got power-assisted driving that'll 
help you stay in the right lane. Even Sister Megan knows what it's like for that thing to turn off. I was telling somebody about it this morning. If, if it recognizes inattentive driving, it doesn't intend to drive for you. But it's power to accompany you. And it'll turn off if, if it discovers that, that you're inattentive and, and it'll beep and, and, and a little sign will flash on the dashboard and say, hey, get your hands on the wheel and take, take back over. But there's power with about everything that we do. There's power that is running this air condition system this morning that I'm thankful for. There's power in almost everything that we use. Amen. I, I sometimes see pictures of, of, of folks and they were, were any carpenters in the room. It's hard for me to imagine, and I'm, I'm not a carpenter, but I build a few things along the way. And it's hard for me to imagine building anything of any size at all with a handsaw. As a matter of fact, I can't even imagine building anything today without a nail gun and a screw gun. And I think back to the days that that I used to build tree houses. And I would saw every one of those boards with a handsaw. And maybe it's just because I had more time on my hands at that point in my life. I'm not sure. But I can't imagine trying to do things without power tools and without power accessories and, and without, with, without power. But somehow, when it comes... To living for God. Some people somehow have it in their mind that they would try to do it without the power source. And they want to try to go back, amen, to just the manual way, if you will. Amen. And somehow we try to live for God, amen, without the power source. But I've come to preach to you this morning. You've got to tap into the power. You've got to tap into the power of the Holy Ghost. It's that Holy Ghost and fire. It's that Holy Ghost power that Jesus was talking about. Amen. And just like I cannot fathom trying to build any kind of a structure of any size without power tools, I can't imagine trying to live for God without the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's too many times that we try to handle things by our own power and our own ability. But Jesus said, you shall receive power. 
power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I've come to preach to somebody today. If you've been fighting despair, you just need to tap in to the power. If you walked into this place discouraged, tap into the power. If you need deliverance, there's a power supply. If you need hope, there's a power source. Amen. Tap into the power. Amen. But the next thing that I want to say about this power source is it's not a one-time occurrence. Amen. It's more like a battery, if you will. Those power tools are great till you've only got one battery and it dies. And I don't know how your power tool operates if you've got one. But the old ones used to kind of start running down and they would they just kind of get a little slower as they go and you knew I need I need some some uh, juice here. But the new ones you're just driving away and and you're done. And if you don't have another charger if you don't have something else, uh, he meant another battery. If you don't have a spare, uh, you're just out of luck uh, and you're done with that particular project unless you get out the, the, the hand tools. And I already said that's not an option. Uh, he meant because I don't even hardly know how to do that anymore. Uh, he meant. But the fact of the matter is, uh, he meant, uh, we try to live, uh, he meant, uh, but we can't live uh, on last year's power. Uh, we can't live on yesterday's power but I've got to reconnect I've got to get back in touch with the power of the Holy Ghost every time I get a chance I've got to plug back in the power every time I get an opportunity I've got to plug back into the power source Amen I don't know what today is going to hold I don't know how much that I've got to face. I don't know what kind of dilemma that I'm going to walk through. I can't afford to take a chance on stopping in the middle of getting caught up in the middle without the necessary power. I've got to have the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to God. We've got to plug in. We've got to stay connected. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible tells us about renewing the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit. Amen. If there's something that I need, I've got to stay plugged into the power of His Spirit. Hallelujah to God. And I'm thankful today, amen, that we don't have to wait any longer. We don't have to tarry any longer. But all we've got to do is begin to reach out in faith. Amen. Reach out in faith and the same power that fell on the day of Pentecost will fall fresh and anew in our life. You know, often I've, I've wanted to be able to just give somebody the Holy Ghost. 
there's a lot of people I know that needs the Holy Ghost. Amen. And if somehow I could just give it to them, amen, that would sure simplify things. Amen. Because I'd just go around and say, I'm going, you need a double dose. I'm, I'm going to dump that on you. And if it was just that easy, if I could just go, oh boy, just, just, just pour it out. Amen. I, I would just pour it out. But the fact is, is I'm not in control. It's not my spirit. It's not my power. But it comes, amen, from the God in glory. Amen. He said, I'm going to send a comforter. Amen. And that comforter came to empower us to live our life for Him. Amen. And so I can't give it. Amen. But you know what? Amen. I can't take it away either. Amen. I'm thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I can't give it, but I can just point you to the power source. Amen. I can lay hands on you. I can believe with you. And I believe, amen, that if you're hungry for the Holy Ghost, it can happen in this place today before we are through with this service. Amen. Talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That can take a drug addict and set him free. It's the power of the Holy Ghost that can take an alcoholic and set him free. It's the power of the Holy Ghost that can take a life that's bound by sin and addiction and set them free. It's the power that can take a home that hell would like to destroy and put it back together again. It's the power that can take a life that's filled with despair and bring hope beyond reason. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It was on that first day as they were gathered in the upper room full of faith and unity and the wind began to blow. The Holy Ghost began to fall. Amen. We don't know exactly what happened, but somehow, uh, amen, there was something uh, that people around uh, could tell something was going on. Amen. Something uh, that, that had happened to them uh, that people could tell uh, that something was different. Uh, amen. We don't know exactly what took place, uh, but it was to the point uh, that Peter had to step up and say, hey, uh, they're drunk, uh, but not as you suppose. Uh, he Amen. It's not what you're thinking. It's just the third hour of the day. And then he began to say, this is that. This is what Joel prophesied about. It's not just the latest fad to blow into town. But this is what Joel said would happen. In the last days, saith God, I'll pour out of my spirit. Can I tell you, it started in an 
upper room with 120. Before that day was over, the Bible says 3,000 others received that same Spirit. And I've come today to tell you that His power is still being poured out in this place today. Amen. Peter answered to them, and it's the same answer that we're giving today. He meant how many knows that the word hasn't changed. The word hasn't changed. As they began to listen to him on the day of Pentecost, as he began to tell them, he meant they're not drunk as you suppose. It's just the third hour of the day. And he goes on and he begins to talk to them. And they begin to look around and say, hey, we missed it. We wasn't there when it happened. What are we going to do about it? And Peter answered their question with the same answer that works today. And that's why we began this service with repentance. Uh, He said, repent. Uh, Amen. (laughs) Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins. Uh, And ye shall receive the gift uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I've come to preach to you this morning. Uh, There's no reason to despair. There's hope. Uh, There's hope. Uh, There's hope. Uh, I don't know what you're situation is but I do know there's hope in Pentecost there's hope there's hope there's hope hallelujah I don't know why don't you just go ahead and stand with me this morning Amen. There's hope. I don't know what you walked into this place expecting today. I don't know what what you have been praying about and praying for. I don't know what's going on in all of your lives today. But I have come with just a simple message. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. Amen. It's not a far outreach. Amen. A far off thing. It's not something that you're one one million seven hundred and sixty thousand yards. Amen. Away from. But I've come to remind you today. There's hope. There's hope. The fire is still falling. The fire is still falling. Amen. And I believe that if we'll do the same thing they did in an upper room, amen, if we'll turn our attention toward heaven, amen. If you need the Holy Ghost, I wonder if you'd just step to the front of this building this morning. If you're hungry for the Holy Ghost in your life, I believe that the Lord is going to meet you in this place. Hallelujah. Is anyone else, you've never had the Holy Ghost, you want the Holy Ghost. I believe that this is the day that God wants to pour out His Spirit. There's hope today. There's hope today. There's hope today. And it's because of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we begin to reach out to Him right now. Amen. We started with repentance. Amen. Repentance is important. God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. 
I've made a mess of things. I've been trying to do it my way.